Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. It's uh, Monday morning, so obviously that means that we have some Panthers post-game audio for you. Today you'll hear from Matt Rule, Teddy Bridgewater, Eli Apple, DJ Moore, and of course, Joey Sly. And in addition to all those guys, you'll hear from Shaq Thompson, who led the team in tackles today with 13. Before we get to that audio, um, just my thoughts overall on the game. I think that, you know, this is a young and inconsistent defense that we are seeing. And you saw the highs and you saw the lows of, uh, of that inconsistency. You saw Brian Burns uh, come off the edge and kind of been wreaking havoc on the Saints as he's been doing to most of the league. But um, uh, one thing that I am very excited about is the quality of play that has come from some of these young defensive pieces that are on this team. When you look at Brian Burns, you look at Derek Brown, you look at Jeremy Chin, even look at Troy Pride, um, some of the some of the other guys, uh, YGM when he was out there, even F.A. Abada, who has uh, been one of those guys that is, when you watch the tape, when you watch the All-22, he's doing a lot of good things. He's taking up blockers. He, he's in his lane. He's, he's doing everything right. Just the stats haven't been there for him. So I, I think that's going to that's gonna come soon. But when you look at these young pieces, you say to yourself, hey, you know, in a couple of years when, when they have – maybe some some better veterans around them or the next two drafts uh, behind them or around them, this is going to be a defense to be reckoned with. And and Brian Burns is quickly becoming one of the better edge rushers in the entire NFL. So it, it's been fun to watch him do that. And obviously, you saw the strip sack today, three sacks on the season, all of them strip sacks, which is kind of incredible. Wes Horton-esque, if you ask me. Um and ultimately, they are going to make mistakes. And when they are going to make mistakes, not only is it because of their youth and their and the fact they didn't have an offseason, the fact they have a brand new coaching staff, it's also because um, they are incredibly injured on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you're missing two of your starting defensive linemen. Uh, Russell Douglas, who's been st- starting at corner for the past five games, is on the COVID reserve list. So... When you look at these guys, um, it, it, it's tough. And the same thing goes for the offensive line. That that is a that is a beat up group right now. Be it from COVID, be it from injury. So um, this is a team, and I've been saying it all along, and I will continue to say it that you don't need to measure twenty twenty in wins and losses. And uh, I, I said that on Twitter today, and it got some some heat from some folks. But the reality is, is that. There is a longer timeline, and there is more to be seen from this team, and the growth and the young pieces are, are what's most important. So when you see Greg Little come in for Russell Okung and look like an NFL left tackle, that to me is more important than the fact that Teddy Bridgewater took a sack on third down and they couldn't uh, convert the 65-yard field goal. You'll hear from Joey Sly talking about his 65, how he's basically good from 64.8, which I think is uh terrific that he says that and and you could see it uh uh on the field he was good from 64.8 he was good from 64 is good from 63 uh not good from 65 um but i think that you know armchair really one sentence analysis 
they could have made that field goal and they probably would have still lost because their defense couldn't keep the Saints off the field. 12 of 14 on third down for the New Orleans Saints, which is insane. They never punted. Only the second time in franchise history the team didn't allow a punt. Um, 12 of 14 I think is 86%. It's the, the um, the worst performance on third down in Panthers franchise history, and I believe it's the third worst uh, in the NFL since 1990. So uh, you can check me on that one and uh, and let me know. Tweet at me at Josh Klein Rules. Uh, check out the rest of our podcast the rest of this week. Uh, short week for the Carolina Panthers today. They've got to put this one behind them. Atlanta coming up on Thursday night. So uh, a lot of work left to be done this week. We've got uh, It Is What It Is coming with uh, – Matt Rule, Teddy Bridgewater, DJ Moore, Eli Apple, Shaq Thompson, and of course, the swole kicker, Joey Sly, coming up right after the music. Hit it. Obviously disappointed with the result. Uh, great football game back and forth. Uh, had a chance to win it, and uh, as as happens uh, both for you and against you, you know you have to make one more play in the fourth quarter, and um, we were not able to make that play at the very end. So uh, I thought in the second half our defense, you know, held them to six points, gave us a chance. I think it was six points, gave us a chance to uh, you know win the game, and um, just uh, just just couldn't quite make it happen. So. Um, Credit to them. Obviously, they're a great football team. Uh, Drew Brees was uh, was a great quarterback as he is, and uh, I thought Kamara played a great game. Let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then Joe Person. Hey, um, Matt, I'm just curious, what went into the decision there to try the 65-yard attempt versus uh, letting the offense uh, try to see if they can make it? Um. It was fourth and 17 or whatever. We don't have many, you know, we don't have a lot of those, you know, calls we feel good about. Um, he's, he's made it from there. Like we went into the game saying, Hey, 47, 47 yard line, um, 47 yard line. We felt like, he, you know, he'd have a chance. The, you know, our, our odds on fourth and 15 or fourth and, I don't, what was it? Fourth and 17 fourth, our, our odds on fourth and 17, we felt like we're less than that. So obviously it's not ideal. You know, we had we had the ball down at the thirty-five. It took that sack, and obviously that sack uh, that sack was you know was uh, was a, was a was a fatal blow there. Um, but uh, but that's why. Matt, on the third down play you just referenced, and I know you haven't seen the tape, but do you think Teddy could have gotten rid of it at all, or were they just on him immediately? Um, we can't take a sack there, uh, no matter who it is. Um, whether it's the offensive line, the receivers, whatever, um, we, we just we can't take a sack. So uh, that um, that's the only thing that couldn't have happened there was that. So um, regardless of what happens, uh, Teddy can't take that sack. The offensive line can't allow that sack. It just can't happen. And Matt, on the field goal, they sh- Fox showed um, Joey hitting from sixty before the game. Do you know if he hit any longer than that in pre in pregame? No, I, I don't. I don't watch him in pregame uh, to that degree. Chase Chase uh, had the numbers at forty seven. Um, you know, again, we're, you know, 
uh, we, we shouldn't even be back there. We can't take the sack. And so we get back there. It's, hey, what's the best available odd? You know, we punt it down there. We're going to get the ball back with 15 seconds. Um, we go for it on fourth and 17. Um, you know, I, I don't know about those odds. And then we kick a field goal. It's even if it's a uh, 30 to 40%, you know, typically third and 10 plus is about 25%. So even if it's 30%, I thought he hit it and, you know, came up, whatever, four or five yards short. Steve Reed and then Miles Simmons. Hey, Matt, um, I was just wondering, as you're watching that field goal, what was going through your mind? And, and did you, uh, did you think he had it? I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. You know, I was just watching it, you know, hoping for him, hoping that we had good protection. We'd struggled with protection earlier. Um, he hit it and, um, you know, I, I try not to overreact. I just watch and see what happens. And when he missed it, you know, I thought, hey, we might, might, get, might have a chance to get the ball back with five to seven seconds left, and who knows what could happen. Matt, uh, just what made uh, the Saints so hard to stop on third down today? Um, I mean, they they did a great job of converting some third and longs. I mean, Camara made it tough. They won versus man-to-man. You know, I think in the first half they were six of six on third down and three of three in the red zone. So areas that we pride ourselves on, um, you know, I think I think when you play Drew Brees, you have to know that he's going to be efficient. He was efficient, and um, you know, we didn't we didn't we didn't make the the plays or or call the plays or you know just a team effort on our end to to get them off the field. Let's go to Elena Getzenberg and that friend Jensen. Hey Matt, I was wondering. It seems like Eli ended up playing a lot of the snaps out there. Was there anything you from think you know, those cornerbacks played without Rasul? Um, I thought they played fine. Um, I'd have to watch the tape to see more. Um, we, you know, we tried to play Eli, and, you know, I think at one point he went down and then came back up. So, um, you know, nothing, nothing beyond just rotating them and feeling like he was going to play well and getting them in the game. Matt, Mike Davis had a difficult time getting things going today uh, with the running game. Uh, was, did that surprise you? Did you guys think that you guys would be able to run against them considering the Saints defense has had, has had issues there this year? Well, I don't think we had a lot of – I don't think we had a lot of plays. I don't know how many total plays – how many plays we ended up in the game with the stats. Um, so, I mean, uh, it just felt like one of those games based upon the way they were playing, based upon the way our guys were playing, it was going to be like uh, – it was going to be, you know, plays through the air. Uh, like it was like one of those games it was going to be, hey, throw it, and then mix in the runs. Um, Thought Mike played well. We hit him on a couple of passes. You know, he made guys miss, but uh, just felt like one of those. Uh, you know, hey, let's let's throw the ball. You know, obviously the, the big play to DJ, which was a quick drive, um, but uh, uh, not, nothing particular about the run game. Other than you know, we're kind of one of those. Hey, get the lead and then run the football type teams. More of a pass first, and uh, um, obviously couldn't ever quite get the lead. We we're always kind of chasing from behind. All right, guys, we gotta let him go. Coach, we appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, guys. Teddy, uh, if you can hear us, you can open it up. Yeah, um, it's a tough one uh, to let get away from you. Um, you know, that was a good football team we played against. And um, you know, a few plays away, but in this league, being a few plays away, you know, can get you beat. So, um, you know, we got a short week. We got to hurry up and put this game to bed. We'll get an opportunity to play the Saints again at the end of the season. But um, short week, like I said, we got to get ready for Atlanta. 
right, let's go to David Newton and then Will Kunkel. Hey, Teddy. Um, it seems like another uh, great performance by you today. You was spoiled by that sack there at the end. Matt was uh, particularly hard saying there's been a way you can allow that to happen. Tell us what you saw and, and was it unavoidable? Yeah, um, you know, we, we had the perfect play call. Um, probably would have scored a touchdown. We would have got it off. But, you know, they, they schemed up that protection that we had called well um, and really had nowhere to throw the ball. Uh, as I tried to step up, I was going to throw it away. But, you know, there's no outlets for me to just dirt it. So, um, you know, hats off to those guys. They, they schemed up the protection that we had called and um, they prevented us from, you know, making a play and forced us out of field range. Hey, Teddy, Will Conker here at Fox 46. Uh, what kind of adjustments did you guys have to make throughout the game? Did you, was it, did you guys plan on going to Mike more than you did? And then obviously just the air raid kind of took over. Uh, what did they do to make the change? Um, I mean, when you look at the game, we didn't really have many possessions. So uh, we just tried to maximize every drive that we got. We wanted to make sure we were finishing, you know, in the end zone. So um, it was one of those games where you just, you know, the game plan might, you know, uh, be a little different, or the game may go a little different from what the game plan was. But uh, I think, man, you know, we, we left a couple plays out there today and a couple big plays. So, uh, like I said, you leave a couple too many plays against a team like that, you get beat. And then, Ted, just to follow up on that, the third down conversions for the defense, how tough is that for you guys to get in the rhythm when you don't have that many snaps and they're not able to get off the field as often as they want to? You know, it goes hand in hand. I think uh, for us, you know, when we put together long drives, you know, 14 play scoring drives and things like that, it gives our defense a break. So, you know, if we can just continue to do our part, you know, to help our defense stay fresh and locked and loaded. Um, I think we'll continue to just complement each other. Offense complement the defense, defense complement the offense and special teams. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Joe Person. Teddy, uh, how much does your offense change when Curtis Samuel is back out on the field and um, how, how, especially on third down and in the red zone? Um, Curtis is just a guy who shows up for us. Uh, like I've been saying he does everything that we ask him to do. So, uh, you know, when his numbers call, he's out there making plays for us. And uh, you saw him score a touchdown from the backfield. You see him make big catches on third down. So to have him out there on the field, he's a huge asset to this team. Hey, Teddy, there was a play when you, I think it was on a scramble, and you ended up near the Saints sideline and looked like on the TV copy that Sean had something to say to you. What was that all about? I don't know. He was just saying it was a flag on both teams. You know, the play is dead, basically. Was it like six-year-old? I know you tried to downplay it during the week, but once you got out there and going against those guys, was it more emotional? No, not at all. Um to me, you know, it was another game on our schedule. I mean, um, of course, you know, those guys hold, hold a special place in my life and my heart. But, um, you know, when I'm going against them, you know, uh, it's a different approach. Um, I just want to go out there and just play the game I know how to play and uh, try to, you know, get our team in the end zone as many times as we could. All right, guys, we only have time for three more. Let's go to Miles Simmons and then Jonathan Alexander finished with Phil Orbit. Eddie, uh, what was your view on uh, that long field goal attempt there by Joey Sly, and, and what was going through your mind as it was kind of sailing through the air? Um, it just shows that coach has supreme confidence uh, in his players. Um, I think, you know, 
as an offense, we can't put ourselves in that uh, situation. I think if we um, could dirt the ball or something, you know, on that third down, you, you see a guy kick a 65-yard field goal and just miss it. So we just dirt the ball right there on third down, give him a chance from you know, 20 yards closer. Uh, you know, it's a chance for us to tie the game up. But uh, like I said, it just shows that coach has supreme confidence in his players. Hey, Teddy. Um, hope you well. Even even though um, you all were in fourth and I guess 17, very long. Is that one still as an offense with the way you all are playing? You feel like you want to go for? Man, it's a tough situation. Um, I think if you know we had made it a more manageable down and distance, I think. Um, we probably would have went for it or something. I don't know, but you know, like I said, to see Coach, you know, tell Joey to go out there and, and kick a 65-yard field goal, you know, that's supreme confidence in his players. So, uh, you know, that's no knock against the offense or anything, but you know, we have guys on this team who we truly believe in, and you know, that was a, you know, it was put on display when the coach called the field goal team out there. You mentioned the short turnaround with so many young guys on this team. Um, how does it fall on you as a leader to kind of make sure everybody's able to, to forget about this one and move on? To you know, it's just you know, all about understanding that, man, you got more opportunities. Um, you got to be able to turn the page uh, fast in this league. So, um, you know, we got an Atlanta team, you know, coming, coming into town who, you know, I'm pretty sure after we played them, they felt the same way, you know, that, hey, they might have been one or two plays away from, you know, uh, Tying the game or beating us, so uh, we have to make sure we have the right mindset going into this game that you know, nothing's going to be handed to us. Um, just like I said, we get the opportunity to play the Saints again at the end of this, at the end of this year. Atlanta's get another opportunity to play us, so you know, we want to make sure that you know we, we attack this week with the right mindset, be smart. You know, we want to continue to stress to the younger guys on the team that you know Thursday is going to be here. You know, we get basically a day and a half of preparation, so you know, it's a quick turnaround. DJ, tell us about how important that early touchdown was where you guys hadn't gotten the end zone and kind of dug a bit of a, bit of a hole early on. Uh, it was just to get us going. Um, we, we, uh, it was a play that was uh, just – that was unexpected, but expected uh, when we when we went out there. So when we hit the uh, big town, it, it was it got us going a little bit. Let's go to Joe Person and Josh Klein. DJ, uh, what was your view of the the third down play that where where Teddy got sacked? He thought y'all had a pretty good play called, and then also what was your vantage point for Joey's field goal try? Uh, the third down play. Um, no, it, it happens. Uh, I think he stepped up. He got sacked uh, on that third down, if I'm correct. Yeah. And uh, the play call, was it was there. Um, it was unfortunate that we couldn't get it. But um, And then on Joey, uh, I know next time we had that situation, he's going to make the field goal. He's going to work at it uh, this upcoming week. So uh, really not going to be too hard on it. EJ, is it hard for the um, for the offense to get into a rhythm when the other team is having such a like such success? They're on the field for so long. Seemed their time of possession at one point was, you know, they were way out ahead of you guys. 
Uh, not really, because we still got to play our game at the end of the day when we get on the field. Uh, time of possession um, is just something that uh, we look at, but we know we got to go out there and execute and get a touchdown, uh, match the score with a score. Let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then David Newton. Yeah, considering how well y'all had played up into the last parts of the fourth quarter, um, that fourth and 17, is that one where you feel like you want to be, you know, try that? And do you think y'all could have converted it? Uh, that goes through our play cards. Um, at the end of the day, we all think we uh, can make the play. But at the end of the day, the coaches have the call at the end of the day. So we just going out there, execute, went out there for the field goal. And that's what the conversation was. Hey, DJ, uh, nice job on the two touchdowns. Uh, when you say that the play on that third down where Teddy took the sack was there, um, obviously you hadn't had time to review the film. But when you what what was there? What was the play? And what was there? Um, I'm I'm not sure. I know he was a uh, probably looking um, down the field. So I'm really just working on my side to get open for the play. So I really can't tell you. Well, let's go to uh, Miles Simmons for the next question. DJ, what did it mean to have Curtis Samuel back today? What did it mean? Uh, we just added another speedster on the field, another playmaker that the uh, team got to account for. Joey, I guess just what was going through your mind when they told you you were going to go out there for the 65-yarder? Uh, same as every other kick. I'm uh, going down, just trying to um, settle myself, get my chest straight, and um, just swing through the ball. So it was, uh, I mean, obviously the, the kick's further than most that people get to even attempt. But um, for me, the same mentality was going out there, just trying to make a contact and uh, rely on my, my um, technique and everything and go from there. If I can just follow up on that quick, when they played your, did you notice they played your missed kick from last year's Saints game prior to that, or did you not hear that? No, I was, um, to be honest with you, on the sideline and, and into those, uh, when I'm on the field trying to get warmed up, I'm kind of just looking at the ground, trying to make sure that I'm not getting anything out of my attention, just trying to really stay locked in and um, ready to go, so. Let's go to Joe Person and then Phil Orban. Joey, what was this week like for you? Did you get to kick it all like out on your own while you were quarantined? And then uh, lastly, uh, what was the farthest you were hitting them from pregame? Um, for the first question, uh, this week was um, I was self-isolated in my in my apartment. Um, taking care of some other stuff that I had because I had more time this week. But I was able to go out with my swing coach um, that I work with every week, and we were self self-distancing and stuff like that while we were getting the work in. But um, we were still just trying to make, make sure that I was maintaining on schedule throughout the week. So um, hit my normal charts for the week. And then um, I was able to go to the local gym that I got a membership at um, late night when everyone was gone. I was going out like one o'clock in the morning just to ensure that I wasn't putting anyone else at, else at risk. So um, I was still able to get my workouts and stuff like that. And so I was just trying to stay as prepped as I could for, for this week. So. And then, uh, sorry, pregame, um, I, I think one way I hit like 58, just warming up, and then the other way I hit 60 and cleared it by, by five, 10 yards. So um, 
I don't usually go and try to stretch myself as far as I can during pregame just because a lot of times you just end up trying to hit random balls all over the place. Like if you have a good swing and a good stroke going into the game, you're not really worried about your distance as much. Um, so I think I hit from, I think, 60 during pregame and smoked it. So uh, really wasn't worried about missing short from 65 and hit a pure ball um, and left it in an short. So if I'm going to miss anywhere, might as well miss dead middle and a little bit short from that far. But uh, still a little frustrated just in the fact that I had the leg strength to hit further than that and just came up a little bit short. So, Joey, how, how does the knowledge that you do have the leg, leg strength kind of keep you calm mentally when you're facing a 65-yard kick like that? Uh, I think a lot of guys would try to swing a little harder, change up their technique, change up their mentality going into the kick. They might try to run into it and they'll plan deep, cut it, or they'll really try to overcompensate with their upper body, get around the right side of the ball and pull it. So uh, for me, I was just trying to stay in the same zone that I was. Um, I felt really good going into the game. I was smashing my PATs, um, hit a pretty decent ball on that 43. So uh, like I said, I wasn't too worried about all that going into the kick. I just wanted to make solid contact and uh, focus on my extension downfield. And um, I felt like I did that. And like I said, the results were, were, were pretty dang close. So. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Miles Simmons. Joey, field uh, goal kickers, more than anybody else, they, they deal with, like, the process. And if, if it's a good swing, you kind of live with the results. Is, is that where you're at right now? You know, you hit it good, pure. Are, are, do, you, do you fit, like, regret the fact you think you, you wish you would have done anything different on the kick? Or do you feel like this was my process, hit it as good as you could, and, and it was just an inch short? That's kind of the, the thought process. I, I um, stance was good, chest was good, swung through the ball, had a great extension. Um, I mean, like nitpicking, I could have maybe hit a little bit more middle seam, which would have drove the ball a little bit better. If like there's a there's a bunch of little nuances, but um, the fact that the ball was dead center on the post um, means that timing was usually pretty good and. Um, so, I mean, there's there's little tiny intricate nuances that we could have really went into, but um, from that deep and, and the ball that I hit, uh, I could live with – this is probably the one miss in my entire career if I ever have any. Hopefully don't have any more, but this is one of the ones I'm okay with living with. But um, for me, I, I wanted to go out and obviously perform for the team, put us in an opportunity to win the game. This is a big divisional opponent um, that – Obviously, we need to get wins against so that we can stay alive for playoff hopes. So, um, I was I was really hoping to put us up even and then give us an opportunity to either win the game at, at the end of regulation or at least go into overtime. So, frustrated about that. I feel like I obviously I let the team down. They put trust in me to go out there and, and every single time I'm on the field, I'm expected to do my job at the highest level. So, um, frustrated in that and and just want to get back to work this week and and continue to get better. So. Joey, based on all you were saying about the process and how you, you felt good coming off of it, did when you initially struck it, did you think you hit the, the field goal there? Yeah, it was uh, – I laced that ball, and it was climbing from probably close to the 20 into the 15. It was still climbing, so I was like, oh, this is going to be good by at least two or three. Um, just came short, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good, so – 
All right, guys, we only have time for two more, so let's go to Steve Reed and then finish with Jonathan Alexander. Hey, Joey, just a quick question. What is, I mean, just curious, what is your longest uh, field goal maybe in a game, any, any, any pointer, and what is your longest field goal in a practice? I mean, just how long have you hit it? Just curious. Uh, last year during preseason, I hit that 59 against the Steelers. Um, so in, in a game situation, probably that was obviously preseason. If we're talking about regular season game, I had the 55 against – Houston last year um and then in practice like off sticks I've hit from 70 before um just depending on the day I think the longest I've actually hit was like 73 with a little bit of wind in my back so obviously we're in a dome so I'm not worried about wind and, and directional so um but yeah I feel like I mean, obviously, as as you can see from from live operation in a dome where it's, where it's rel- relatively a vacuum, I'm good from like sixty four point eight. So, Joey, I was I was actually going to ask you like how critical can you be? You know, when I guess if you made it, it would have been the longest field goal in NFL history. But um, but let me also ask you: Was it at all jarring? You know, when you all suddenly, I guess you went from probably about a 54-yarder to a 65-yarder in a matter of one down. Did that did that at all affect you? Um, or did you all think about that? I'm sorry. That's a better question. Yeah, so, um, again, usually on the sideline, I don't like to look uh, where we're going to hit from um, because, obviously, uh, that's usually subject, subject to change. Um, you're either going to lose a couple or maybe gain a couple. So I don't usually look at where we are on third down um, going into the kick. And then I also don't really like to to pick out like markers and stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm hitting a 42 or a 50, whatever. So I'm not usually trying to calculate that stuff. I'm really just calming myself down, getting my breathing right, um, kind of going through my progression of everything I need to make sure that I have going in before this kick, just kind of like my body positioning, um, what I want to accomplish, all that stuff. So uh, that's kind of all going through my head. Um, I, obviously, I know we would have hit a shorter field goal than a 65, um, but I really wasn't focused on – to be honest with you, like looking back at it, I think we still would have probably hit from like 58 or something like that. So – uh, still would have been a longer field goal. Still would have had to have the same mentality going out there of just hitting a clean, pure ball and and kind of going going in after that. So, um, yeah, hope that answers most of, most of it. All right, guys, we gotta let him go. Joey, we appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate it, guys. What's up, Shaq? Will here with Fox 46. Uh, what just made them so tough to get off the field on third down today? Uh, they just executed better than we did. Um, there's no, 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 no reason. We just got to do better. They can't go 100%. Uh, we got to get off the field, get our offense the ball back. All right, let's go to Sheena Quick and then Joe Person. Shaq, being leader on this defense this year, um, how difficult was it this week? You guys lost your starting safety. Um, you lost Russell Douglas. How was it mentally just kind of preparing the troops to come down here? Uh, it wasn't hard at all. Uh, we always talk about next next guy up or what's next. And um, I feel like Sam came out here and played well uh, for us. Just we got to be able to help our offense out. Um, the offense played great today. 
Uh, defense will play good at times, but that third down killed us. And uh, if you don't win on third down, it's going to be a long game, and that's what happened. Yeah, Shaq, you kind of answered my question, but just didn't know specifically. It looked like you guys tried some different things on third down as well. I mean, it, could you just maybe expand on that a little bit? We just got to execute, um, execute the calls. I mean, we got to win first and second down um, early in the ball game. Most of the third downs came to third and short, third and two. Um, <clears throat> then on the ones on the third and long, we got to convert those. Um, get credit to them. Um, they came out there and won every third down. We just got to do better. Uh, we got to get ready for Thursday, let this soak in for a little bit, and we got to get ready for Atlanta Falcons. Let's go to Miles Simmons and then Jonathan Alexander. Shaq, I know you've played him a bunch of times, but Kamara, just what made him so tough today? We just got to tackle. It's not, it's not him. This is us. We got to tackle, wrap our feet, or run our feet, wrap up, and uh, get him down. Uh, he has great contact balance. Um, he's one of those backs that slows down right before contact, and it's, it's just hard to get him down. But we'll see him again at the end of the year. Um, it's on us, and we just got to wrap up. Thanks, Jack. Um, you may have just answered it, but um... – I'm wondering, aside from, I'm sure execution played a part in it, but um, were there any adjustments made after halftime? I mean, they had 21 points in the first half and then six points in the second half. Were there any particular adjustments made? Uh, we just started <clears throat> diving in and playing our defense. Um, that's what we need to do in the first half. Uh, we got to play our brand, not play any way, any other way. And um, that's what we started doing in the second half, but we got to make it a whole a whole game thing, not just a half thing. And uh yeah, and it just falls back really on, on myself. Um, I'm taking a lot of credit in, in some of those zones that, that that I messed up and they hit big plays right there. And uh, I already told my team that's on me. All right, let's go to Will Conkle for the next question. Hey, with uh, Burris out, being a safety and one of the few guys that sees the whole field, is that was it noticed today or were you guys all good with that regardless? No, nah, we just got to go out there and execute <clears throat> regardless who's back there. Everybody knows the defense. Everybody knows the job. We just got to execute. All right, guys. That's going to do it. Shaq, we appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate it. All right, guys. We got Eli Apple here to answer questions you guys have for him. Um, no one has their hand raised yet, so if someone wants to start the first, first question, go for it. Eli, Will, Kunkel here with Fox. Just simply, how did it feel to be out there and get a you know, full game under your belt? It definitely felt great um, being out there with the guys and being able to contribute, run around, and I felt great out there. Go to Brett Jensen and then Josh Klein. Eli, uh, I'm just curious. Uh, can you go into specifics, maybe? And so, you know, Shaq said that you guys just didn't execute on third down. Can you go into maybe specifically what wasn't working on third down and why they were able to convert so many? Yeah, it's just trying to keep them out of the third and mediums and manageable. You know, that was our issue today. And um, I would just say uh, making tackles, making tackles in space and leveraging the ball. Something we got to fix. Eli, um, I, I'm not sure which quarter it was, but there was the there was the late hit along the sidelines, um, and it looked like you had some extra words for um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I'm not asking you to be specific by any means, but what I do want to ask you about is 
what it says about the tenor of the team that the defense is all standing on the sidelines willing to stick up for their offense and their teeth and their teammates and uh and kind of what that camaraderie is like right yes yeah, it's uh having your brothers back you know all i was just saying with him is telling them that's not a smart play and uh on the sideline we just try to create that energy you know um that's just the main emphasis creating that energy and uh just trying to keep that momentum going basically Go to Elena Getzenberg and then Jason Huber. Hey, Eli, I was wondering, you know, with the cornerbacks kind of on a rotation today, how does that impact how what playing is like for you? Like, are you able to get in a rhythm in the same way? How does kind of having that cornerback rotation work for you? Yeah, um, you can still get in a little rhythm and all that. We just try to support each other and uh, help each other as best as we can. Uh, whoever's in there, we just want to make sure we're playing that brand of football that uh, we're capable of. If I can just follow up on that super quick, like, do, are you healthy? Do you feel like you're all good now? Like you're at a hundred percent? I don't want to say hundred percent, but I do feel a lot better than I've been feeling this whole year. So uh, just about uh, taking care of my body moving forward and doing what I can to uh, continue to stay on the field. Hey, Eli, uh, Jason Huber with WFNZ. Uh, Shaq just mentioned how, you know, it was because when we asked him about Alvin Kamara, it was more just, you guys need to make tackles, but kind of going off that with the receivers, because the Saints didn't have Emmanuel Sanders or uh, Michael Thomas with Marquez Callaway and some of those guys who don't usually get, you know, as many looks. Was that more them, or do you still kind of say it was you guys not make, like, what would you say about their play today and just kind of spreading the ball out without their top two receivers? Yeah, I feel like they open spots in the zone, sitting there, and Drew did a great job of hitting them uh, on time. And, uh, that's about it, you know. Drew Brees is a great quarterback, so I, you know, got to tip your hat off to him. He is uh, very smart and knows how to get his guys open and uh, find guys who are open too. Let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then David Newton. Hey, Eli. Uh, I'm curious, uh, what were the feelings like to have to, you know, deal with the injuries and then you come back and then you, you get another injury early in the game? I mean, it's frustrating, of course. Uh, it's a long journey to get here, and of course, you don't want to go out uh, being hurt and stuff. So, uh, it's frustrating. Hey, I, uh, you hear all the time we let one get away. How how would this rank as far as let one get away that you guys felt like you could have won? Yeah, it hurts. It hurts and stings right now, but we gotta regroup and recharge up. We got another one coming up, so can't dwell on this loss too much. Watch the film and put it behind us and move forward.